Hulu is coming in hot this month with new shows, new movies, and all new seasons of your faves. Don't miss FX's Clipped, the story of one NBA team's racial reckoning, starring Lawrence Fishburne. Stream a new season of Shorzy, the underdog hockey comedy that might just knock your teeth out. Then catch the high-speed drama Ferrari, starring Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. Kick your streaming into high gear this month with so much new stuff to watch on Hulu. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash westwood1. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Pete in Cave City. Derek sounds depressed. Poor guy just wants some football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not amused by video of guys against uh, tackling sleds and, uh, and going, um, you know, D-line against D-line and drills at, like, one-eighth speed. I'm going to need some football here. We need a game. It's time. Can I talk about how I'm pissed off at you right now? What did I do this you, time? Well, you introduced me to something, and what? and I'm angry. All right. And I, I owe you money for this. Um, you, oh, I know what you're Yeah, I, I dove in into the pro football focus, and I purposely stayed away from it. <laughs> That's right, yes. Because I am a draft nerd, That's and right, I yes. am a numbers nerd. Yes. And I dove in into some of the numbers on this thing, and I hate you for it. I have found that Pro Football Focus, and I don't uh, I don't work for them, but I am in search for, see, here's what I try and do. I'm in search for the most unbiased information that I can find because so much of the information is biased. I feel like I want to find the most unbiased and Pro Football Focus, which was included with Hutch's stuff throughout the years. I don't know if it's going to be on Hutch's stuff again, so I went and bought a, a, a subscription myself this year. And I have shared that with uh, Mr. Arns over here. And I hate and, you for it. And now he's inundated with I, information. I have more information than I know what to do with. I like the analytics. So I'll give you a good example. of, of We were talking about Jalen Catalan. Jalen Catalan was the 509th ranked defensive player last year. You can say, well, he missed half the year. It doesn't take that into account. It takes into account the efficiency in the games in which he played. Right. They, and they, they just scored the games he played in. Exactly. Right. Doesn't mean he's not going to be a first-round pick. Doesn't mean he's not going to play in the NFL. It tells me that when he played, there are deficiencies in this game. I'll give you a good example. Kyle Hamilton, a guy that I liked a lot out of Notre Dame, drafted 16th, 17th, whatever he was. Kyle Hamilton was outside the top 50 as far as efficiency goes. Tells me that he was not a very efficient football player in that particular. Now, in in uh, twenty what twenty twenty one, 
it's a simply a it's an unbiased look at what the player did when he was on the field. Yeah. His the bulk of Jalen Catalan's, you know, where where he's really good is in the run game. He's he's in the eighties in the run game. You're in the sixties in the pass game. It tells me all I need to know, which is there's some work to be done there. Yeah. That was the point I was trying to make. Now, here's the other thing that I uh, as I have now pulled up last year's uh, team scores, and PFF had Arkansas has the twelfth defense in the league. It's not that they were like awful. To finish twelfth, that's just how good the league is yeah. at defense. And, and like they had a good grade defensively. I mean, comparatively, but it's just it's it's hard. It's they, really hard. And, and some of these numbers can be skewed. The analytics can be skewed simply because let's say you've got an offense that scores sixty five points a game, you're going to be out there all the time. Your defense mm-hmm. is going to give up more yards and more points simply by being on the field more often. Mm-hmm. But it is it is a very unbiased. It is a very Bottom line, look at how efficient a player is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, th- th- this has been, and I hate you for this. But, well, I'm sorry. No, but, I mean, you suck because I, my, this is all I've done for like two days. My quest has been for always is to find um, the most unbiased information I could find, and um, so far this is it. So that's where this thing. And now, that's why it is I'll, where it is. I'll give right you another now. one. I mean, K.J. Jefferson, last season, was the 35th-rated quarterback in the country. Anybody think he's 35th behind, you know, Tanner Mordecai of SMU? We don't think that, but the numbers tell us something different. It's just, it's it's a way to look at this. And look, you can be the 100th-rated player, as long as you're efficient in, your, in the scheme in which you're playing, you can be effective. And that's, I mean, that's the lesson here is the numbers don't tell you everything, but they do tell you certain things about certain players. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's just it's 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 an opinion. They're looking at this with um, unbiased eyes and um, just grading plays, right, so, just like so, the coaches. So do. here's a here's a good one. Um, so, somebody just Pete in Cape City just sent him. Well, what were Grant Morgan's? Give me a second, and I'll I'll pull up his numbers and get you kind of because uh, we all think Grant Morgan had a great year. I mean, right? I mean, we all think that. So let me let me look him up and I'll uh, I'll figure it out. All right. We'll just now uh, be the uh, yeah, look we'll, up yeah. police here. <laughs> hey, y'all want to look at uh, yeah. <gasps> Randy? Would you look up Grant Morgan uh, before me? I, I I love Grant Morgan and it. You know how it goes. Yes, of course. I got you. I'm on it. Did you just impersonate the megaphone? He did. I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Didn't add, I add that to the uh, list? That was that was add that to the arsenal. Yeah, that wasn't one of my best moments. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Grant Morgan ranked 127th in college football last year. That's pretty good. That's really that, good. That's a, yeah, in, as a linebacker, that's pretty good. I mean, you're top 150. I mean, that that's not bad. Now, the guy who you know led the led the league or led the world was Nicobe Dean. The guy was drafted. You know, he actually fell a little bit in the NFL draft a little bit further than he was supposed to. But I mean, Georgia, Wisconsin. Then there's a guy named Chad Muma from Wyoming. He's the th- Muma. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, Miami's not in the SEC, Zach. They don't uh, count. Oh, I'm so very sorry about please, that. Please, please pay attention here to the uh, to the I'm system very, very we've agreed on that. here. But there's also an element of listen. This is a counter opinion to what everybody else says, and it's not. Uh, it, it goes against my belief that Arkansas is great at everything, no matter what anybody says, and they always get disrespected. So your opinion goes against my opinion. I'm not going to believe your information. There's also that uh, at yes, play here. I mean, right? that that's part of it. And yeah. and again, this isn't the be all end all. 
This is simply a way to look at a player's efficiency on offense or, or on defense. Or so. It's just it, it's another thing to add to the arsenal. But to, to just blindly say, well, this player, because he's my player, is better than player X with no information just seems but, a little uninformed. But that's the way it is. I know. Right? That's the now, way it is. Now, take Traylon Burks, for example. Somebody just asked about him. Traylon Burks was 23rd on the offensive side of the football last year. Pretty good. But I think yeah. we all understood that he was really, really good. And that's why he was drafted, what, 16th overall in the draft. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50, that's B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Got uh, Brett Ciancia with us now on the hotline, pick6previews.com. You can get the digital version of our favorite preseason magazine mm-hmm. around here, or there's also a printed version that they can have uh, shipped to you, and it's all there at picksixpreviews.com. Brett, uh, good afternoon. Hopefully we uh, can keep Nobody the connection. Nobody move. Yeah. Everybody just sit right where you are. That's right. we're, we're not going to spoil anything. <laughs> yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. It's uh, the best time of year here. Optimism's running high. Everyone's undefeated in August, and I'm excited to break down a crazy 2022 season coming up, and um you know, the, like you said, the preview book is live, and it's been exciting seeing it come to life first year in print. So excited to talk about that too. I don't think optimism's running high; it's run amok. Everybody <laughs> thinks they're going twelve and zero. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Always. I mean, it's, again, the best time of year. You see it a little bit in spring ball, the optimism, but really, it hits a fever pitch here in August. Um, now you're starting to see some win totals. You're seeing uh, game spreads come up for the opening week, and uh, people are making their travel plans for the for the fall weekend. So now it's great. And um, it's a competitive SEC, as always, and an even more competitive SEC West. So, um, you know, that's just uh, year in and year out, the toughest division in football. So more of the same this year. Have there been any developments you've seen, we'll just focus on the SEC, that that makes you adjust some of your thoughts on, on how this will, will play out this, since we've had, uh, you know, a couple weeks of training camp now in the uh, in the league? Well, not too much really has changed my outlook, to be honest. Um, Really, some of the only news points that came out of fall camp so far was at LSU, where Miles Brennan, the six-year quarterback, has stepped away from football. That was a crowded race. That was a three-man battle between him, uh, Nussmeyer, and the incoming Arizona State transfer, uh, three-year starter, Jaden Daniels. So uh, there's enough capable bodies there, capable quarterbacks, that that, that is probably writing on the wall that he lost the battle. But... Um, I already had LSU sixth in the West. Uh, it felt weird putting them that low, but uh, transition year, it was a thin roster in bowl season, and the defense has fallen off from what we're, what we're used to expecting. So uh, that's really the biggest news that came out of uh, the, the last week of practice in the SEC, but it hasn't really shifted my outlook at all. Your guide is very analytical. It, it looks at numbers. You've got a, a group of metrics that you take into account for every single team. It's a very unbiased look. You're not looking at, well, this team's got seven starters back, their starting quarterback back. We're going to put them 15th in the country. A team like LSU, they are all over the place in all the preseason magazines. I've seen them in the top 25. I've seen them completely left out. When you look at schools like an LSU, how do you – is it strictly analytical with them, 
or do you put some or do you look maybe past the numbers yeah well um you know i think what i try and do with my book is uh i try and strike a balance between the numbers the analytics but then also putting in the context of what matters you know the x's and o's the player personnel i'm talking to head coaches talking to coordinators and really trying to you know give a, a holistic approach to all these teams and um you know, when you look at LSU, there's so many different factors. I mean, yeah, the recruiting ranking is high. They're always top five there. They brought in a top five transfer class, so there's positives there, too. Brian Kelly's got a great track record as a head coach. He made some great coordinator hires. Matt House on defense, he rebuilt Kentucky a few years back, if you remember that. So mm-hmm. uh, all positives. Then on the negative side, they did lose a lot of transfers out, so there was um, you know, some star players leaving Baton Rouge. They were very thin in, in the bowl game, only 37 scholarship players. So um, kind of a transitional roster, a very young offensive line, and that, that spells trouble in the, in the SEC West. So, um, yeah, a very variable team when you look at them, some pros, some cons. Um, in such a crowded division, I think there's more proven contenders, like in Arkansas, like in Ole Miss, Mississippi State I have above them. So I think it's a, a, a total transition year at LSU. But given their, their location, their pipeline in Louisiana, I think they'll be back very quickly. Talking with Brett Ciancia, pick6previews.com. Here on Ruskin and Zach, it, remind us you've got Arkansas third in the West. Is that right? Yeah, I've got Arkansas up at third in the SEC West, and that's good for twelfth nationally. And um, you know, I'm surprised no one else is catching on here. I, I saw the AP poll came out, and they had Arkansas down at 19, and uh, I think 12th is the highest among all the preseason magazines. So, um, yeah, I'm really high on Arkansas. It's been an incredible transition uh, so quickly under Sam Pittman. People forget just two years ago or three years ago. They, they were struggling to beat FBS teams at all, let alone SEC teams and let alone ranked SEC teams like we saw last year. So uh, a total overhaul of the offensive line, I mean, that's, you know, that's his strength as a coach, and you see that coming through. The number one running offense, uh, rushing offense in the conference because of that line. Now, everyone's back on offense. I really like the offense. Defensively, I think, takes a step forward. And um, great coordinators. I mean, I could go on and on, guys. I'm really high on Arkansas. Um, I think it really shifted when – you know, it shifted from a rebuild to really a destination. Uh, that night when they smoked Texas there, you know, put Fayetteville back on the map to recruits, coaches, uh, to retain those coordinators in, and everyone bought in. So uh, exciting times, and, you know, I'm happy for the fans down there because uh, they deserve it. Talk to me a little bit about, uh, I mean, you do, again, you do a lot of game control analytics. What are you seeing that a lot of other people are not? I mean, we, Arkansas was 22, I think, in the USA Today poll. They're, they're 19 in the AP poll. They're, they seem to be in that, that 15 to 25 range, but you see much more in them than most people. Yeah, so I, I factor in a lot of different stats, and I'm watching all the games and spring games and, and the whole bit, but, I mean, for one specific metric, they're 16th in my game grader formula from last year, from 2021, and that digs a little bit deeper into the box score. It, it adjusts for the opponent's strength. You know, Arkansas is going to get a lot more credit playing this SEC West gauntlet compared to a Pac-12 team. So. Um, when I'm comparing across leagues, Arkansas gets a boost there. Uh, player personnel, they bring four starting linemen back from that number one rushing offense last year. They're five deep at running back. Uh, you'd probably say the biggest personnel loss would be Traylon Burks, a receiver, but they go out and they sign a former five-star Hazleton coming in, Hazelwood. Um, so you, you know, it's a solid recruiting program to begin with. You bring in a top 10 transfer class. There's a lot to like. And, um, you know, I, I, I think I trust the coaches and coordinators in general, a bit more than other magazines. I think other magazines get caught up in returning starter numbers mm-hmm. and 
um, some of the more basic stats, but I, I trust both these coordinators a lot with Bryles and Barry Odom on defense. So, um, you know, I, I see them taking another step forward this year. Well, we're talking with uh, Brett Cianci of Pick 6 Previews here on Ruskin and Zach. You got anything? Oh, I got all, all kinds Go of ahead. All right, so around I'm, the I'm league, something up we, right we were just talking about this a little while ago. We feel like maybe last year, I don't want to say down year, but last year was, wasn't was the, the strongest year. It feels like everybody has sort of taken a giant step forward, not just Arkansas, but across the league, maybe with the exception of Vanderbilt. Yeah, this is, um, you know, I've been doing pick six previews for now 11 seasons. The first 10 were all digital. This year, the first print copy. But uh, this time around, a couple of things stood out with the SEC where, that middle pack of the SEC East is really improving. Uh, Tennessee, Florida, Kentucky, even South Carolina hit some home runs in the transfer portal. Even Missouri just signed a top 15 recruiting class. That never happens out there. So it seems like everyone is trending up. Uh, Vanderbilt, yeah, I think we're, we're noticing it's, it's a bigger rebuild than we imagined, but uh, I think they have the right head coach there with Clark Lee. Another thing that stood out was the quarterback depth in this conference. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually – or some years, it's easy to just pick one or two guys, and that was kind of it for my all-SEC team. This year, I could have argued seven, eight, nine guys for that spot. So, uh, incredibly deep. You have the Heisman winner returning in Bryce Young. Hendon Hooker put up a ton of stats last year at Tennessee. You have the walk-on hero, Stetson Bennett. K.J. Jefferson's a total gamer, and you know if the game's on the line, I think I want him with the ball. Um, then you have a lot of great quarterback battles elsewhere. Will Levis is drawing NFL draft first-round grades. Will Rogers at Mississippi State's going to put up 5,000 yards in that passing attack. So, yeah, the quarterback play looks incredible compared to a couple years back. I noticed also um, you look at the uh, the big independents, and, of course, Arkansas plays one of those this year with uh, Alani Sataki's team at BYU. Can you give us a, a bit of a forecast on, on BYU? I know there's a lot of people that are they're high on BYU this year. Yeah, and I'm one of those, too. I'm very high on BYU. Uh, when when they were unranked in the coaches' poll, I thought that was ridiculous. Uh, I have them 15th nationally, so a lot of respect there. What they did last year, well, let me go two years back. They had Zach Wilson. They tore up a non-AQ schedule, and people said, hey, you got to go play some Power Fives. And what they did last year was they proved the doubters wrong. They went 5-0 and against the Pac-12. They beat UVA from the ACC, and they took Baylor close into the second half. So uh, they're a strong team. But the thing is, they bring everyone back. The entire roster is back except for the running back. So you're talking about 15 of their top 16 defenders are back. And then on offense, 10 starters, and uh, including Jaron Hall, who looks like another game-changer at quarterback. So um, big offensive line, uh, really tough front seven. There's a lot to like from BYU. And um, you know, I had a chance to, t- to talk with Coach Sataki, and uh, he talked about his biggest influence was Kyle Whittingham, the Utah head coach. They were on the same staff together. They both played for Lavelle Edwards. So you see a lot of similar characteristics, the player development, the toughness, the team culture. I know they sound like buzzwords, but, I mean, they prove it out every year. They're a solid team. Speaking of Utah, uh, you have them making the college football playoff, which is it, it's a trendy pick. People seem to think a lot of Utah. Is that a product of Utah being really good or the Pac-12 being down? Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. It's a little bit of both for me because, um, you know, the first three were kind of chalk, but they were kind of obvious. It was Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. But for that fourth spot, I had to try and consider which of the other three Power Five conferences, ACC, Big 12, Pac-12, are more likely to produce a one-loss champ. Because if a team goes 12-1, and they're going to make it. And uh, the ACC has a lot of above-average, solid teams at the top. The Big 12 is wide open. I don't really see a playoff contender there. 
with Utah, after they made that quarterback change last year, they, they played playoff caliber ball all the way out. They took Ohio State to the wire in the Rose Bowl, and they bring uh, the most of that roster back. So uh, not to mention the Pac-12 is a lot weaker. I mean, it, their toughest games are Oregon and USC. They smashed Oregon twice last year, and I think USC is still a year away from some of the accolades they're receiving. So uh, tough opener. They go into the swamp, into Florida on opening Ooh. night there, but mm-hmm. if they get through that, look for them to carry a top-five rank all the way through an easy Pac-12 schedule. We had Tim Brando on yesterday, and he was banging the drum for NC State. You have NC State ranked seventh. I think the default in the ACC has always been, well, it's going to be Clemson. Why is it NC State this year, and what do you see in, uh, in uh, Dave Doran's group? Yeah, well, it's good to have someone else in my camp on this. It's good to have Brando. I, I love listening to him on, on his broadcast um, because every single other preseason magazine out there has Clemson. But uh, I went against the grain with NC State. Um, it was more so a knock on Clemson's offense. I mean, my numbers proved it out. They were the worst offense in the ACC last year uh, by any metric. You pick your metric, they were at the bottom or the bottom uh, of the conference. And I don't really see an overnight fix there. Um, it's not the same offensive line they used to have. The quarterback still looked raw in, in the spring game. DJU was overthrowing guys still. Uh, their quarterback of the future isn't quite there yet. So uh, Clemson, elite defense, but a weak offense. But NC State, they were top 10 in my defensive metrics last year. They bring everyone back. Uh, Devin Leary, 30 touchdowns to, to just five picks at quarterback. Very deep roster. And some down there in the Raleigh and NC State circles are calling this their best team ever. And um, and preseason-wise, it certainly grades out that they were just placed 13th in the AP poll. That's their highest ever in school history. So it uh, could be something special down there for NC State this year. All right, we're talking with Brett Siancia, pick6previews.com. Now, um, Zach was telling us, uh, Brett, there's this um, – we're working on a, on a giveaway yeah, of some sort here. T- okay, so for those who don't know, Brett's got uh, another avenue in his business. And, and I'll let you best describe it, but you have – a collection of Arkansas helmets, which starts with you know the original helmets with the numbers on them, all the way through the uh, all the way through today. Yeah, so um, people are probably familiar with the mini helmets uh, that Rydell sells, uh, the seven-inch size, and then you might be familiar with the two-inch size, the pocket style. Uh, those are discontinued now. But what I've done is I, I've brought them back and uh, started to design throwback sets. You can't find it anywhere else. I mean, you used to be able to buy an SEC set here and there, but uh, I went back, I'm you know, a total uniform nerd and helmet nerd, so I have all the exact decals, logos, face masks, colors, everything. So um, for high schools, for colleges, and in this case, what, uh, what we're talking about here is Arkansas's history. So I have eight helmets in the set. Um, you know, it's got all the different variations of the hog logo, uh, one with numerals back in the day, uh, that silver one that I know is controversial from uh, the Jerry World game. <laughs> oh. Very hot topic there down there, but uh, it's in there. You can always opt out of one if you want, but uh, what else we have? I put a concept in there, too, with the Arkansas State flag. So, yeah, so I do that for all kinds of colleges and, and high schools, so uh, that's, a, that's a great plug there. Thank you for that. Uh, no problem. We're going we're gonna to get one. Brett's going to send me one of those, and we'll give it away here. Uh, I do want to ask you one other question, and this may this is probably going to upset some people, and I don't know where you stand on this. Is Texas back, or are we just spitting in the wind again? Oh, man, yeah, it's an annual phrase. I, you know, it comes up all the time. Um, you know, here's the thing. If they, can, if they can find an offensive line, they might be closer to being back than we think. But that's still a concern. The defense is still a concern. I like their skill, talent, and receiver. Um, and I think I like the quarterback, Quinn Ewers, but we haven't really seen him live yet. So still a lot of questions. I don't have them winning the Big 12. I don't even have them making the Big 12 title game. I think there's more proven commodities out there. But, 
Yeah, they're one of those hot topic teams. Um, I would say that Miami is closer to back than Texas getting back um, in that conversation. Breaking but my heart. I love the hire down there. Breaking my heart. I hate Miami. Everything well, about we hate Miami. Everybody hates Texas, too. Well, that's, 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 yeah, pick your poison, I guess. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Well, Brett, when we get the uh, when we get the the helmets, we'll uh, we'll give them away in a in grand fashion. I don't know. We'll blow something up or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. we'll get something. Up <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll do something incredibly <laughs> dumb to give them away. That's right. Yeah. But if uh, if you want to, if, if you guys want to look at them, it's uh, picksix.com uh, on uh, on the webs. That's right. Uh, and uh, Brett, of course, has the digital version and the uh, the printed version for the first time. It at, is at, it is so worth it. Thank you, Brett, for the time. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the praise and for having me. All right, Brett Ciancia, pick6previews.com. Okay, so I went to our new little toy over here. Which one when is you, that? When you talked about Clemson. Okay. Um, Clemson's offense last year scored 87th in college football. Brett Bielema's fighting Illini were at 85. Brett Bielema had a better offense last year than Dabo Swinney. <sighs> yeah, they well, they struggled. Uh, but they, let's pick Clemson to win the ACC. Why not? But, but again, like Tim said yesterday, it's a default. Yep. You just, well, Clemson, we don't know anything about NC State. NC State's a really good team. Are they college football ready? College football playoff ready? Probably not. But the default is, well, Clemson's been there, done that. So there ne- we go. Nebraska had a better offense last year than Clemson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were a lot of teams that had a better offense than Clemson. They were really, really bad. And a lot of it started with that guy. Remember when uh, uh, DJ got the uh, the Dr Pepper deal? Yeah, that's when it and all went Dabo's south. And Dabo's like, right? "Oh, you're gonna you're gonna be playing down there, and this and that." And it just it went south on day one, and he was bad, really bad. So you know they've got a lot of rebuilding to do. But look, if if you're going to rebuild with their roster, you're you're gonna be okay. They've got a ton of dudes down there. It you know, the quarterbacks just got to be good. All right, your drive home on Ruskin and Zach is powered by Mister Sparky. Baylor last year, seventh in the nation in offense. Huh. I'm starting to hop on the uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines bandwagon here You know, with Baylor. They're in the not, last 24 hours. Dave Aranda, they ain't sexy, but they're good. Well, he's just so good. He's so good. And they're good. And, I mean, won the national title. It, he's the reason him and uh, Joe Brady and Joe Burrow are why – Ed Ogeron can go around saying national championship winning coach. It's not Ed Ogeron. He had no. nothing to do with it. But Aranda's part of that. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! We got a lot of men out there that need to go to Arm Day. I mean, it's just not It's not great, guys. It's really not. You, we gotta work on this. We're better than this, aren't we? I mean, come on. We invented fire, for God's sakes. Let's go. If you're gonna wear a sleeveless shirt, have some definition there. Don't you can't have flabby arms. See, Come on. Dude, isn't that body shaming? 
Kind of, yeah. Oh, come on. What, but it's my gender. No. It's my gender. I don't think, you, I don't think no. it matters. No. Yeah, I, I, don't, think, I don't think it matters. Do yeah, better. I don't think you can. For, I, I, for a bunch of guys that allegedly work with their hands, I mean, it's wrong they're not lifting any weights. Do it again. Oh, come on. Stabbing a face with a soldering iron. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Stephen Bentonville says he calls in scared. I'm afraid I won't be in today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And someone was giving me a hard time on a um, on a Brando interview because I said we'll leave, we have to leave it there. Do I, do I don't know. I don't know. Someone texted in that they were like disappointed that I ended it that way. And I didn't know is that like something I say or like. Here's the problem with Timmy B. We have a set. <laughs> we have 23 minutes. Yep. We lost five because of the grocery line. So we're down to six, seven, wait a minute, 18. We're down to 18. And I got to drop him. I can't, like, you have to have five minutes if you're going to ask a question to Tim Brandon. Because he's going to take four and a half to answer. Yep. We had two. We had to get out. We had to get out at at, uh, 21 yesterday. That's just because we were going to crash into the thing, and it wouldn't have been good. No, no, I'm I'm with you on that. We're we're fine. I know you understand, but people don't understand that, uh. You get to a point where you're looking at the clock here, and you're like, "Well, you're like, can I ask? Can this I sneak question? one more in? Yeah. No, I can't no, because it'll not. crash right into a Bud Anderson commercial, and we'll be we'll be in trouble." So I uh, I got it all. Uh, we got it in there. I did find. Uh, I mean, obviously, he had some very interesting things to say about the brands and the. Forgive me, his words, not mine. Lazy ass college football national media that votes in these polls, but I do have to say, sure, you can poke fun at A&M and Notre Dame and, and Clemson, and Clemson last year was unusual by their recent standards, but usually these teams near the top do win a lot of big games, which is why they're routinely at the top. You know what I'm saying? Like, A&M did beat Alabama last year at Kyle Field that on a primetime game. That they was did. a big game. They, they, they did. They won that. And there are, I guess, the expectations is that more big wins will happen like that. Well, I, so, I, I see it, what he's saying, uh, but he's not totally, like, correct on his thinking. Because the brands do win big games sometimes. Yes, they do. And I, But his point was that the, the default setting is I'm not going to – I think he was hammering home the point about NC State, who he really likes uh, as a dark horse in the ACC. He – Said it yesterday. NC State. They're going to flat out beat Clemson. I don't know if that's going to happen. Clemson's really good. But he's saying a team like NC State, with everybody back and as as highly regarded as they are, is not going to get the benefit of the doubt over a team like A&M or a Notre Dame or a Clemson or one of those teams. Pete, if if he, if, you know, Phil Steele picked NC State to win the ACC, people would think he's crazy. Right. But he, he was, another point he was making was, that teams like Baylor and NC State don't get love in the preseason when they are probably, in his opinion, the best teams in those leagues. But my thought would be, well, if I'm a fan of either of those teams, or if you're a fan of Arkansas, sure, they're ranked 19th in the poll, but some people think that they'll have a season that would exceed that ranking. I would much rather get attention in October and November than in August. Because if I get attention in October and November, Zach, you're winning. You're winning big games, and you're climbing up the uh, up the food chain there. So I, I, August is just. I mean, sure, it would be nice if 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 everybody who was a favorite got a lot of attention, but 
in the end, it's just August. Like no, nothing's really being nothing is being determined right no, now on the field. Nothing. He's not wrong about no, no. the way that the, that the preseason stuff is done. They they look at okay, well, you got your starting quarterback back. You you know, won eleven games last year. You're good. You're going to be in the top twenty five. Look at Cincinnati. Cincinnati lost everything, but somehow no, they got the whole offensive line back though. But, that, but that's, all of that's their, a little bit misleading. They, they lost a generational quarterback. Yes, that's that, true. Their best player on offense and defense yes. are both gone. Yes, so. For them to be in the top 25, if their name was, I don't know, if their name was, pick somebody, Wake Forest, and they hadn't made the college football playoff, they wouldn't be in the top 25. Cincinnati wouldn't be there. But because they made the playoff last year, we like Luke Fickle, we think he's good, they're still in the top 25. They're not a top 25 team. Preseason, they're not a top 25 team. Hmm. I mean, they have the potential, underscore potential, I'm not picking anything, they have the potential to get two Power 5 wins this year. They play Arkansas. They play Indiana. They play Indiana at home. At, at, uh, They'll beat Indiana. At, at Nippert there in, in Cincinnati. No, I think that's actually at Paul Brown. They moved that yeah, game. Yeah, that game's at Paul Brown. No, that's Miami of Ohio. Sorry, oh. Indiana game is at home. Anyway, it's it's immaterial because they could get to two Power 5 wins, which would move them up the, the rankings somewhere. The interesting one outside of the Power 5 is going to be Houston. Because Houston has a schedule that they could win them all, but they're non-con. They play two Big 12 teams, and these aren't great Big 12 teams. They play Texas Tech and Kansas. So, I no, mean, uh, are the, we going to reward them for going 12-0? Yes. Yeah, you, they will be a top If they team. beat two bad mm-hmm. Big 12 teams? Yep, absolutely. Well, that doesn't seem like that's Look very BYU smart. schedule. Look at who BYU plays. Their schedule is ridiculous. Yeah. There is no team in the SEC that would play their non-con. It's crazy. Well, I mean, their whole thing is non-con because they're an independent. No, they're but, in, aren't they? In the, they're in the Mountain West. No, they're, no, they're independent. independent. That's right. Yeah. Look at uh, look at their 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 look at the Power Five. Well, they, they are playing, playing Baylor, and, who is the pick of the win the Big Twelve. And they're going to Oregon. Uh huh. Notre and, Dame, Arkansas. There you go. Uh, Boise State is usually mm-hmm. top of the Mountain West. Stanford, another Pac-12 school. That's a that's David a real Shaw's schedule. Team, yeah. They win those games, and they start out with the fighting uh, Gary Bohannon's mm-hmm. USF. Yeah. Yeah, if, if you're not paying attention, Gary Bohannon from Earl has uh, right. been named the starting quarterback at South Florida, right. and under Chad Morris. So right, uh, Gary. So what do you luck. do? So if they oh, oh, here's the, if we're mm-hmm. going a blind resume, if BYU navigates this schedule twelve and, and, and Houston navigates theirs, I'm a going B- BYU. BYU absolutely. Does that mean Baylor, Oregon, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Arkansas, Arkansas Stanford? I mean, th- yes. If they if they can run through that, they get the nod. Absolutely, no question. They get the nod, no question. But we don't know if they can run through that. Uh, they're not going to run through it. You don't think so? No, no. They'll get caught two or three times. Right. Attrition will take uh, just just general attrition will take them on two or three games. General attrition. Yep. All right. Well, I I, I am fascinated because I mean it's not like. I do understand that you get tired of you know Texas and A and M being overrated, and those aren't great examples because they don't really win big games. But A and M did beat Alabama last year. But like you know, sometimes the, these teams do win big games every now and then. That that's it, it happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. I mean, people, people. I mean, they run at me like Tim yesterday saying Notre Dame was overrated and all that. It's fine. I mean, they've won fifty five games the last five years. They're not a top five team. They're not. They're, they're, they're prob- not a top, five they're top team. 15 team, and I'm probably 15th. But based on history, you think they're going to be pretty successful. They're going to win somewhere near 10 games every year. Right, right. 
I also, you know, there is some some something to be said that the TV networks continue to promote the rankings and the rankings also feed into that because you want like teams to get a lot of eyeballs just sure. get, get a benefit of the doubt like a Notre Dame, like a Texas or a USC. Mm-hmm. They, they they get the benefit well, of the doubt. A couple of shots at USC too. Well, I mean, I mean they're, they're always overrated. They're always over. Well, that's true too. That's that's true. I don't know what Lincoln's going to do over there when He's it gets tough. It he might, when it gets tough, he might run away like he did at Oklahoma. But I mean, I if, don't. I don't know. If the Pac-12 becomes too difficult. Lincoln Riley doesn't need to be coaching football. I can't see. Yeah, you're right about that. I can't see the Pac-12 becoming. Well, he's going to the Big Ten, too. So, I mean, it's not going to be. That's true, too. I mean, assuming he doesn't quit before that happens. So, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was just a cash grab, and he's going to, you know, set up his family with the with the buyout when they, he when got they dump him. He got 110. Yeah, he, he did. He's living a pretty good life. That's right. Of course, 110 in California is, you he's know, about, like making 35 grand about, here. So, I mean, 35 minus taxes. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. So, it is something there. All right. You know, another thing that happened was um, I saw this. uh, I mean, I called my parents today, and, like, the phone call had barely started. (laughs) And my mother was talking about what Pittman said at the touchdown club yesterday about wanting to win a natty. And, I mean, it's a room full of fans and donors. What's he supposed to say? Well, we're trying hard. No, you got to give people a little. Oomph. You got to give them something. It's a rally. You got to give them something. It's, it's it a is. Rally. It is a campaign rally. That's exactly what it is. The only thing missing are those weird little plastic things on the side that are the teleprompters. Well, you know what I mean? That and you know, passing the plate around and dropping the balloons yeah. at the end. Right. That's yeah, the only yeah, thing. Yeah, I love yeah. a good balloon drop, Zach. I don't know if I've ever told Last you. Last time this. I tried one of those was like on New Year's Eve, and we had, there was too much static. So when we dropped them, the balloons but they stayed stuck, up. Yeah, they stuck well, to you, the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say someone filled in with helium and they stayed up there. Oh. <laughs> that may have been a thing, but but the amateurs. But I mean, it's not. This is not newsworthy, as far as I'm concerned. It is interesting, but it's interesting to a point because, look, it's this is a very friendly room. You can say a lot of things in a friendly room that uh, maybe are. A touch on the exaggerated side, let's just say, because you know you're going to get the love in return no matter what you say. It is a it is an amen corner audience. You can say whatever. Just get on. You get on a roll, and you know these things happen. So I didn't, um, but I saw it this morning, and I was like, "Oh, that's something." It's and I guess the like in Little Rock, like people went nuts over this uh, this comment. I don't know as much up here if they did because it's not our touchdown club, but. I guess it got on Channel Seven, and you know, people started like you know tearing up with emotion. They were so excited. About it. I, I don't know. I don't know. It was it was consumed differently, I think, or maybe it was consumed the same here. I don't know. Do you hear anybody talking about this? No. Okay. It, it, was, it was it was a rally, and it's I've been in that room before with him and and other people, and it just you know you're 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 talking to you, you, these are your friends. Yes. These are the people that you, you know came to see you and came to you know hear about you know your team and and how you think things are going to go. Man, it, it's everybody's happy today. No. You know, there's no need to be a Debbie Downer when you walk in there and, and say we suck. No, that you don't do that. And by the way, 
there's no one better at delivering the good news like that than Pittman since since Nutt was here. Like Nutt could command a room with optimism and 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 happiness, and Pittman is exactly the same there. Like he, it's the same kind of skill set. He's not as you know, um, he's not as animated. But he's just as passionate as as Houston Nutt was, and there hasn't been an Arkansas coach that can can win people over with his words like Pittman does since since Nutt. I don't think. Well, oh. it's, it's not a bad thing. I mean, part no, of, no, 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 not your, at all. It's part a part of your job as the head coach is to be a salesman. Right. You got to sell your program, right? And it tells you how long they goofed around before they finally got it right. You know, they they finally got it right with someone who understands. Almost every single aspect, if not all of the aspects of that job, from the football part to the marketing part to the mm-hmm. rallying part, oh, all of it. They haven't they haven't had that in a really, really long time. And towards the end, the last guy got really unpopular because he tried to make everybody happy at the same time, which is not possible for anyone well, to do. We were also losing a lot of games, and that that you know he he was very popular. I, I uh, look, I I was in the room when he gave his first speech and. They got up and he's clapping. He's like, "It's real easy to be popular when you haven't played a game yet." Yeah. And I, I that stuck with me because after that, it was not good. Mm. And uh, you know, he was not as popular the second year, and he sure wasn't as popular <laughs> after that. It was bad. I mean, it, the second time, he, the second time around, it was not good. Mm-hmm. No, that first time, man, when you win, man, they'll they'll carry you out. Throw they, roses at your that's feet. Exactly right. And we're in the middle of that mm-hmm. right now. We're in the middle of the rose petal. Throwing face. Yeah. All you <laughs> need is Jofi Jafar coming in. That's throw. right. Yes. There's my son. That's right. That's right. Where are my royal <laughs> bathers? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Ruskin and Zach here on ESPN Arkansas and on hitthatline.com. 18 days from the opener with Arkansas and Cincinnati. It's a 2.30 kick mm-hmm. on ESPN. Big ESPN. The nice, real one. Nice time slot. The big one. I have not yet seen who will be calling the game, but we should know that in the coming days. On the television side, we obviously know who's calling it on the radio. You know, Chuck and mm-hmm. Quinn and Gino. They'll be there. Phil will be there. Everybody. Cast of thousands. So... I'll keep an eye on that. I'll let you know as soon as I can determine that because some people like to know that stuff. Other people don't care. So this will be one for the silent minority uh, that cares who announces the games. Aaron has done the math. It's 431 hours and four minutes. Thank you, Aaron. Three minutes. And then it'll be okay. Done. okay. All right. Yeah, we're there right there. We are right there. That's right. That's right. It sounds a lot more daunting when you break it down by hours, Aaron. It's a little more optimistic when you uh, go days or even weeks. 18 is less than 431. Two and a half is manageable. There it is. Two and a half. Two and a half How is manageable. How else can we uh, half a month? There you go. There we are. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Hours sounds daunting. It's I wish, a good, it's a good I wish he's running for governor. I'd vote for him. Wouldn't you? I know. Yes. No. Sure. Would you vote for Pittman, DQ? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, me too. I'd but then... Him. I may write him in. Could he, Why not? Could he bring some people Hell, in? if he beats Alabama, I will write him in. <laughs> could, if, could he bring people in through the transfer portal for, for government? I mean, you bring in a guy from yeah. Louisiana, a guy from... Of course. From, okay, just ask yeah. Absolutely. Jimbo thinks I should speak at one of these I uh, don't think deals. so. 
you know what? Eventually, uh, I, I've got to leave the nest here and, and go back out into the world sometime. No. No? <laughs> no. 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 What? No. Are you worried I'm going to get Salmon Rushdie if I get to one of these deals? It's crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> we can joke about that because he's still alive, right? Right. Okay, good. That's good. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. And this, I, I did exactly what Basil did. And I had Morse. And Morse came in the back door. This before he uh, <laughs> shut up. He comes in the back door of the building. He sits down. And I'm telling you, the room stopped. You know, if you're the head coach at that place, the room will stop for you. And it is a it is a it is an unusual moment. And I know David's done it for years, and he does a wonderful job with it. I mean, you only got to do is look at the lineup. But man, when when the coach walks in, it's a different thing. And it is it goes from being, hey, I'm just here to have lunch and see a speaker to this is now a rally. This is a pep rally. And that's what uh, that's what it was. Right. That's exact it was exactly what it was intended to be. Yes, it was. And that it was nothing more than that. No. That, there was no, just no. that. That's now, all it was. You know, whoever they've got next week is gonna be a little bit more low key. You know, you're gonna eat, he's gonna talk, he's gonna do, you know, jokes. It, it's gonna be fine. But but it'll get ratcheted up again when yeah. your check shows up. Right. I'll tell you, I'm, uh, and they'll make headlines when uh, Chucky sure. shows up down there. I, will, I mean, uh, the last Gruden. the last person I've never seen this before. I mean, the last person that we had speak was Nolan. You want to talk about commanding a room? Well, yeah. I mean, that's one of I mean the all time greats at that. Oh, you know? and and it was, but I, I mean, the reverence that people have not just I mean, it's almost like you know when you know years ago when you had some sort of reverence for the presidency. It's the office. You know, even Chad a Morris. Bygone era. Even, right. even Chad Morris. You know, people revered him before he before he coached the game. Um, I mean, they revered they him. They did. Yeah. Oh man, I was right there. They I was. Did. I was sat right next to him, and sat there and watched people. And they, it was funny because they would come up to him very timidly. They'd have like a football in their hand with a pen, and he would like you know he'd wave them over and sign the football whatever. And Pittman's a little better at it. Chad was kind of awkward. But Pittman is much better he's about a it. Way better people person. Sure he is. Than, uh, sure he, is. he puts you at ease yes. when you talk and, to him. And it is it is yeah. a it's a very very interesting dynamic between when when fans get to sit with the head coach for just and it, it's fifteen seconds of interaction, yeah. twenty seconds, yeah. whatever it is, to watch them interact with him. Now you know with Nolan, oh my goodness, I mean people were genuinely afraid to right. go up and speak to him, and, and Nolan was signing everything, taking pictures. It was great. You know, we, we all have that image of Nolan. Yeah. All right, it's your drive home powered by Mr. Sparky here on Ruskin and Zach. I mean, <laughs> that's right. This text says, I mean, there should be some reverence for Chad Morris. He did have candles, after all. Well, yeah. Uh, Graham asked if, if we heard his car as he put, as he put the pedal in. No, he came in a motorcade. There were like five that, that pulled in. It was it was it was a it was it was something. It was something to witness. I'm gonna go with Smack Daddy on mm-hmm. this. Over your, because uh, your opinion is, um, hey, it leans to the right on my public appearances. I am, I I am say. again. Here's here's my stance on this: is I'm going to have to clean it up. It's <laughs> a very good point. And I I would uh, I I err on the side of uh, conservative. Yes, but I would. But uh, Smack Daddy says I need to be in Bartman mode a little while longer. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Smack Daddy. I'm not saying you can't go to the grocery store. Well, good, because I did today. Okay. You know I mean, what? Ha- sorry, it made me nervous when you were at that remote. Alone. Oh, and, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like with Zach not there, I was actually a little nervous. Oh, please. great! Thanks. 
Now I'm in charge of security, too? Yeah. Fantastic. Luckily, people were so excited to get a Jersey Mike sandwich, they had very little um, uh, time to visit with me mm. over there at the uh, at the table on the side. Because so. that Jersey Mike's... Oh, my God. Let me tell you about this for a second. Go ahead. I went with the chicken Philly yesterday over mm-hmm. there. Stop it. Stop it. Like, it's incredible. And they make the bread. It's... Ugh. So good. That place okay? is the real. That's uh, the real deal. I want it again. I almost went there again today. You ever watch Rodney Carrington do the seduction of a sandwich? That feels like what I'm watching. <laughs> Ready talks dirty to the sandwich. It feels like what I'm watching right here. Yeah, it's fantastic. Jersey Mike's yeah. man. Here you go, best. Jeremiah in Cedarville. Son Nolan at a hog basketball game. Told my ex I didn't want to bother him. He came over, shook my hand, asked me for a picture. I'm telling you, Nolan. We were all terrified of Nolan. Well, that's my default setting is I don't want to bother anybody. That's why I don't ever Nolan, talk to anybody. Nolan actually, Nolan loves it. He really does. And, I mean, he, his when he was the head coach, no, you didn't mess with him. But now, you walk up to Nolan. I, I saw him in the grocery store once. I'm like, hey, coach, how you doing? And he, we stood talked for five minutes. Yeah. He stood there by the Ritz crackers yeah, and, we did. and had a and conversation. We, yeah, we, yeah. Well, we were in the uh, we stood there with the celery and, uh, and <laughs> oh, the, the produce celery, yeah, celery and the carrots and uh, we had a little conversation and that, that was that. Now you also had another interaction in a grocery store that did not that did, so that pleasant. was not a, that was not as good. Um, <laughs> that one actually I never saw that one coming. That one was from uh, somebody came you know I I had my back turned and uh, funny uh, yeah I, okay. It was funny, but I see your point. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that was after the French mistake. That's correct. It? That was uh, that was probably the first time you got yelled at for something I said. That's correct. Okay, uh, that was the first. Yes, time. that was the first. Not the last. Definitely, definitely not the last. <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that, but I, you know, I care. That's why I, I, I care. That's why I have all this um, energy about stuff. Although I just told you an hour ago that I don't have a lot of energy for training camp, just the games. But I do like the games. And we'll look at these PFF grades and go, I hate you. Crazy. I hate you. On Labor Day. In every break, I've sat here and I've just looked players up and I I hate you for this. You're not going to like this. Mm. They've got PFF grades for the NFL preseason. I'll kill you. (laughs) I I will kill you. They're already up. I saw it. Oh, God. Like, no, not this. There's a fantasy football uh, draft guide, too. That you can get to. How long would I serve if For I what? just punched him in the face repeatedly? Me? Yeah. <laughs> you could probably get out in like six months. Six you could months? probably auction that off for charity and raise a lot of money. But you don't have to do it. Someone else would do I'm, the punch. I'm a numbers geek, man. And and sitting there and just going through this stuff, it, it is um, it is it, for somebody like me who doesn't have well, who doesn't have much of a life. This is uh, this is terrific. <laughs> Well, I'm a dinosaur. I like fair and balanced, an actual fair and balanced, not slanted fair and balanced. So this is what, why I, why I bought this thing. Mm. I'll be paying it off for the next two years. That's why I got it. So there you have it. All right. Fantastic. Ruskin and Zach here, uh, ESPN Arkansas, and hit that line.com. Okay, we got some other things we got to uh, deal with here. Number one, uh, they're hiring umpires. Yeah. So you want to be an umpire. <laughs> they have. Uh, they. I thought the statement from MLB Communications was was outstanding. Um, given all the problems that they've had, this is an official official press release. Yes, it is from Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball announced today a new path 
for can- and we know how we like pathways around here. We love a pathway yep. to new umps. A new path for candidates to pursue professional umpiring careers through the MLB Prospect Development Camp. It's a four-week experience that will become the gateway into umping careers in minor league baseball. The new model backed by Major League Baseball will transform blah, 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 blah. And they go on to detail. Where- I think I could do that. No. Four weeks? Nah. When is it? Uh, I, I did not see. They don't have dates on it. So this is one of those. Eh, uh, it said it'll be held in Vero Beach, Florida. In All right. Ja- in January. Okay, there we go. Okay. All right. So I'm. I'll ju- be out in January. I'm simply. I'm, go. I'm simply here for the comments. Yes. Uh, Please share a few of those. The great John Dean says, "Will Angel Hernandez be there?" Well, he's an instructor, I would think. Right? I would, yes. <laughs> he's not just a client. Um. <laughs> um. Let's see here. Here's a guy actually asking questions about having to provide their own gear and housing. Uh, and That is important. And and Major League Baseball umpires have responded with travel, meals, and board are all included in the MLB Umpire Prospect Development Camp. How much is it, though? Like 1000 bucks. You're asking the wrong person. Uh, Louie says, they do this? is there a requirement that umpires need to see? <laughs> Spitball asks if there will be an eye test. <laughs> I see. Tony that. says, I should do this. I can't be any worse than Angel Hernandez. Very true. Peyton, a little bit more to the point and upset, says, teach them the bleeping strike zone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about to be academic when we go to the robot strike zone. Like uh-huh. You're just going to be there pointing. Like That's all it is. So uh, Those are just some of the, uh, the, the generic comments, some of the ones that I can read. So this is a press release? Yes. All right, I gotta find this. I wanna. I wanna. Is there a link? Mm-hmm. Uh, Graham wants to know if the audition includes flamboyant strike three call. Well, you gotta. I mean, it is can, show business look, after you, all. You <laughs> can you can look it up for yourself. The press release. It's at. Uh, it's on Twitter at MLB underscore PR. I got it. I found it. I Major found League it Baseball there. Communications Public Relations. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, there's no link in this press release so to anything. No. Text on the A32, <laughs> Dear Major League Baseball, can I bring my seeing eye dog with me? I, See, it does not have a no pets policy, so okay, feel we're, free. We're kind of like um we're 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 all making the same joke here. Yeah, but we're going at it in different ways. Well. A new path. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. They're not saying a better path. <laughs> That's They're <just> saying <laughs> a new path. A, a new, new path, path to get bad on a new pathway. Um Yeah, these are they don't have this. They don't have the January camp on this website. No. It is incredibly vague. Yes, it is. Now I have learned mm-hmm. that the modern leadership qualities uh, from some of our fine leaders is to promise big and deliver nothing, and just keep stringing you along. So this may be what Major League Baseball is doing. Okay. All right. They have one day uh, clinics that they do that are free, and uh, you don't have to. Have a um, any experience? We have received the same Enrico Palazzo joke three times. <laughs> That's right. For those who have seen the Naked Gun movies, strike. <laughs> Just guys, we got it. I mean, we're we're on this. DQ. Do you want to be a Major League Baseball umpire? That sounds fun. I mean, you're, you're graduating in May. You got nothing yeah, going on. Okay. I think I could apply. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any uh, like seeing issues? No. Oh well, no. Then you can't. You can't apply. <laughs> So I I don't think you can register for the new thing, mm-hmm. but they're just announcing that they're doing the new thing in January. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bookmark this and revisit it maybe when they're actually ready to 
take some. Uh, but they do one day camps that are free. But you got to go to like Jacksonville, Florida in September. Who wants to go to Jacksonville, Florida? Ever? <laughs> uh, not me. I've been there. It's a dump. It Oof. is. Uh, it, it's a town on the map. It stinks. And I'm sorry if you're from Jacksonville. Your town is a dump. It's terrible. I've been there. NCAA tournament there. When they're putting on their best show. Ugh. You know what I stayed there? Hmm. An extended stay. Why? Because it's cheap. That's why. Ah, yes. Okay, now yeah. it makes sense. And it was kind of near the arena. Yeah. It was bad. It was a bad hotel. All I right. picked the hotel, by the way. It's my own I fault. think we should sponsor DQ to go down there. All right. Now, DQ, what can you give us a strike three call? Well, I mean, are you going lawnmower? Well, that's that's where you a visual it? thing. Uh, well, I mean, you, you get to. Are you going to go lawnmower where you rip it, or is it going to be you know throw your hand up, you rip or Ooh, pull? I like the throw my hand up. You one. like the yeah. throw? Yeah. One? Okay, I'll do that one. I mean, you, you throw it up and then you rip. That's what you do. Oh, you're yeah. oh, okay. Double. Yeah. That's like a double move. You just, that's right, a double move. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I feel like I couldn't get my voice deep enough though for anyone to hear my calls. And that, would that be a problem? That, that would be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Who was it, Jim Joyce, who would, like, damage his voice every time he had the plate? Because he would do this, strike! Like, he would do this weird thing the whole time. You don't need time. to do that. I mean, a simple point and a strike. I mean, that works. So Enrico Palazzo. Really, the, the, the catcher, the batter, and the pitcher are the only people that need to know. Yeah. All righty. Ruskin and Zach here. There is your uh, <laughs> <the> moonwalk. <laughs> Another naked gun joke. <laughs> All right. Okay. We've 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 buried right. that one. The Let's... horse is dead. Everybody right. put the stick down. Thank you. Also, uh, they're gonna quit making Zach's car. It's another oh thing that we want to do. I saw that. This is, <laughs> this is not great. What is You're not having a good week. I'm really not. I'm taking L's all over the place this week. First I get bashed by Brando. Yeah. On on multiple fronts. Well, Notre Dame is overrated. I, I've said that. I, know. I said that since the polls came out. He said it, too. Yeah, but he... he, he Louder just, than you. Yeah, he just drove it into the ground. That's right. Then I find out that, you know, he's not big on self-checkout. That sucked. No, no. After you praised it. I love self-checkout. And then I find <laughs> out that they are... That Dodge is discontinuing the Charger and the Challenger. That's right. It's gone. Yeah. Focus it on vans. Staying in their lane. Huh. I like it. DQ, can you do uh, strike three calls in French? No. Okay. Toi. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I think so. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Treat Dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts Dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make Dad's day with gifts up to 60% off. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.